Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Hooked on Homeschool. I'm really excited to have on today's guest, Mrs. Nandy. And what makes this show so exciting today is because it's probably something you haven't even thought of, but we are actually going to be able to understand how our plants are talking to us. So I recently just learned that people who have plants, I have a black thumb, so, so I do not talk to my plants or I don't talk to plants at all. But I found out that some people actually do talk to their plants. So wouldn't that be cool if you can actually hear back what your plants have to say? Now, this might sound so crazy, but my next guest has came across a company that actually has a device where it gets the electrical rhythms of the plants. She's going to go through all that. But then she created a book series to help our children understand what it's like to be in one with nature and understand that these little things have vibrations and have feelings and just have all these things that can actually interact back with us. So I'm so excited to have her on the show today. I met her at the homeschool convention a few months ago, and I think this is so exciting to share with you guys because I think you're going to really love it. So I'm going to introduce to you Miss Nandy. Hi, friends. Are you ready to homeschool, but you're just not sure how to begin? Do you feel overwhelmed or frustrated with the public school and noticing that your child is constantly struggling or falling behind? Are you ready to say goodbye to that hectic and stressful weekday schedule and embrace a completely different approach? Do you find that your child is exhausted from those long days at school, followed by hours of homework at night? And are you constantly experiencing stress and overwhelm as a result? I'm here to share some great news with you. There is a better way, and it's called homeschooling. Experience quiet and peaceful mornings again. How about instilling a sense of joy and excitement for learning in your child? Witness their true passions unfold as you go on this fulfilling journey together. Welcome to Hooked on Homeschool. I am Dawn Janowitz, a homeschool mom, wife, podcaster, and online course creator. And I want to give you the clarity, the confidence, the freedom, and all the strategies to show you that it is possible to create an amazing homeschool experience that works for both you and your kids. So come on, ladies, let's go from Hot Mess Express to Fierce and Fun, and let's get hooked on homeschool. Hi, Nandy. How are you today? Hi. Hi, Dawn. Thank you. I am so excited to be here with you today. And I'm excited to have you here. So you were at the booth right next to us, and you have a you had a plant sitting on your table because you had written, you were, you're writing uh, children's books, and your book is based on these plants that actually are sharing music. You had the music playing. And it's because there's a machine that's hooked up to this plant and then the tones of the, well, anyways, you're going to be able to explain it way better than I can. So go ahead and tell us what it is that you have and then what it is that you do. Okay. Thank you, Dawn. All right. So quite some time ago, my life was just so impacted dramatically when I heard a music and I can't even remember exactly how and where I came across it. It must have been a reel on Facebook or something. I really have no recollect- recollection because when I heard the music, it was just like, you know, like sometimes you come across something in life and it just impacts you so deeply. And this is what happened when I heard this music and I thought, what is that? And It just led me down this rabbit hole and I realized that it's actually a device that is called 
the music of the plants because that is what it does. This device, you actually hook it up to a plant because if you think of energy, how energy flows in a plant, it flows and in a tree, everything in the plant world, the energy flows obviously between the roots and the leaves. Okay. So how the, the device maps that energy, the electrical currents, the electrical impedance between a plant's leaves and roots, and it converts it into musical notes. So it's a very, very beautiful thing when you hear a plant singing. And what it did for me is that it, I don't know, it's really, really hard to put into words. It was like, I knew that I had to share this with the world in some way. And it made me realize just how plant blind we are. You know, we go about our lives and the natural environment is just like an aesthetic around us. We don't really pay much attention to it. It's just there as the backdrop to our lives. But when you think about it, the natural world, if we didn't have that, we wouldn't be able to live. We wouldn't be able to exist. You know, that the, the plant world was there so much longer before we came into existence. And we came into existence because of the plant world. And I think that it is this plant blindness that has allowed us to get to the stage where scientists are telling us that we are now in the Anthropocene, where we're facing this extinction event. And yes, the, 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 worth, the earth has gone through several extinction events. But what is different about the Anthropocene is that we are rapidly increasing the rate of you know, things going extinct in the world because of our direct actions, the way that we have treated the natural environment. And being human, we don't really, we are aware of certain issues, but unless it's affecting us directly in this moment, we tend to ignore it. We have lives, you know, we have struggles that we have to deal with on a daily basis. But if we continue on the path that we're on now, Future generations are not going to have a habitable planet. If we just look at the extreme weather events that are currently inundating our news, you know, these, I believe that these events are directly linked to the way that we have treated the natural environment. So when I heard the music of the plants and it, you know, it, it was such a jolt to me and it made me realize that plant blindness is a, is a real thing and it has real consequences. I realized that I had to share this with people, but we as adults, we're already conditioned to think in a certain way. Children, when they come into the world, we then condition them to think in the same way that we were conditioned to think. So it's just a repetitive cycle. So I realized that, you know, speaking to adults, they would find it fascinating, yes, but that wasn't really the people that I needed to speak to. I needed to speak to children. Now, I'm a writer, I'm a ghost writer, a freelance writer, and I thought writing a children's book had never, ever entered my mind. But then I thought, well, I'll use my talent as a writer to reach children. So I wrote this book called Nandi and the Music of the Plants, where this girl is introduced to the music in nature. She meets a fairy in her garden, and the fairy tells her that everything in nature is music, and, you know, she helps her to hear the music. And then this little girl, she begins to investigate this. She gets her friends, you know, she tells her friends about this amazing thing and she gets her friends to become 
more interested in the natural environment. So that's the first book. And then what I was planning is that I then introduce the, the, the grander scale of the Amazon and why the Amazon is important, why the natural environment is important and stuff. Because WLRN, you know, living here in South Florida, you'll know them as a public radio service that we have here in South Florida. And they recently shared some really startling things. And one of the things they shared is that most Americans will not be able to pinpoint the Amazon on a map. You know, the Amazon is the lungs of the earth. It's really important and is being drastically reduced on a daily basis. But that is something that we see as so far away from us. And we don't even know where it, where it is, a lot of us. And the other startling thing, which is closer to home that WLRN shared, is that the Everglades, which is a precious ecosystem that we have here in South Florida, that is constantly being reduced in size as local government officials are constantly redefining the lines that state where the Everglades begins. You know, so that one is closer to home. That is a precious ecosystem and carbon sink that we have here in South Florida. And unless we nurture our children to respect and preserve the natural environment. It's a little concerning what world we're creating for them. So that's why, you know, that's my mission. My mission is the nurturing of the nature leaders of tomorrow, today. I love all that. Okay, so there's a couple different things that you've talked about there. So one is you have the music of the plants. And what's so cool, someone listening is probably like, what in the world is that? Because when I met you, I came home and I was telling my husband and he's like, well, what does a plant a plant sound like? And I'm like, is it your website or the website you gave me? I want to make sure I said it. It was, I did have recording on my website, but recently SoundCloud has changed their rules of what they allow people to listen to for free. And so I was told that the link is now actually not working. So I have to create a, a separate recording. Yeah. Okay. So my husband was like, what does a plant sound like? And so we went on your website and we were able to listen to it. But so you actually have a sample of it. So if you can go ahead and so what you're doing is you're hooking up this device to with like, it has like a claw a to, and it attaches to the plant. And then the vibrations, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a pricey machine. So it's, it's not done cheap, but you can't get the song, you know, the music to play from a plant from a very, it's an interesting device, very technical. And so you plug it into the plant and then it'll actually play. So are you able to do that for us right now so we can hear? Yeah, I'm attaching it now and I'm awaiting the signal because the device has to pick up that electrical signal. Okay. I heard a little bit, but what's interesting, that is a very different sound than the plant that was playing when we were at our event. So isn't that interesting how different... This one's kind of like a more of a little high pitched. And then what I listened to when we were there was actually like a like a low pitched kind of. Yeah, it was a different plant. What I had at the expo was the a peace lily. And what I'm listening to now is uh, Dracaena. And what is happening is that as I bring the device closer to the microphone through which I'm speaking, it's like interfering with it. So I'm not sure exactly what's going on. That's okay. We can, we heard a little bit of it. So someone can at least kind of understand what it's like. So, but what's interesting is, you know, using nature is so calming for our souls, but we're actually using technology, (laughs) which is what we're trying to get away from going to nature. So it's kind of interesting, but listening to nature and getting children to understand what is going on with nature, because 
we drive around in our cars and all we see, all we see is construction. We, the kids are seeing plants and trees and everything just going away and houses being built, concrete roads and lights and just everything. So it's hard unless we help them, right? Our next generation, next generation, it's just, there's going to be no nature there unless you're living out way out in a rural era area or something like that. So, so we have, so you're trying to show our younger generation or the next generation that this is really important. Not only are plants important for our survival, but also that plants are living species. They're not just something that is just sitting there. And it's hard to understand how that music is actually working because it's actually hard to think of your plant actually singing to you, right? It's kind of an, a very interesting, like, you know, the first time I saw it and heard it, I was like, what? I Like, it's never even occurred to me before. But what's interesting is, you know, I'm aware of grounding and we do grounding. We have our kids do some grounding and we even have grounding sheets. I have a grounding pad that I put my feet on. So grounding is as you walk, your body creates electrical charges. And so we have all these electrical charges, all these like things going on in our body. When you go outside without shoes on and you walk, you're actually releasing those charges. And so it's a really cool concept. It's all about electricity. And I'm assuming that this plant, right, with the music, it's all about the electricity that the plant is putting out, correct? That's correct. Yeah. If we think of energy, what energy is, it's really electrical impulses. Okay. That's how our muscles work. It's, you know, that's how our bodies function. It's all electrical impulses. And every living being on this planet has that electricity electricity rather um, electrical impulses and that is what this device is reading so people may ask well why music because music is a universal language it's the one thing that unifies us yeah i mean we all different countries we speak different languages but if there's one unifying language it's music and if we think of what came first the spoken word or music I would think it's music. Even our language is a form of music, you know? So when it plays through that device, is the device converting it to music? How does that actually work? It is. Yeah, it's, it's the device has been created to convert those electrical impulses into musical notes. So it's something that we can easily relate to. It's something that touches us in a way because music touches us, right? So it's something that touches us in a very personal and special way. So it then awakens our senses to look at a plant, not just as something as a background to our lives, but something that that we can communicate with. But lots of people speak to their plants and people who talk to their plants, people who love plants and talk to their plants will if they feel comfortable enough, they would admit to having a very personal relationship with that plant because the plant is a living being. Yeah. You know, just as some people, it's taken us a while to think of animals as having consciousness. Okay. We're getting to that point. Hi, friends. Are you wanting to homeschool, but you just don't even know where to start? If so, I have got some exciting news to share with you. Did you know that I have a free workshop that will help you get started with homeschooling? Plus, I'll give you valuable tips and insights to help guide you along the way. I invite you to visit Hooked on Homeschool, where I'll teach you how to create an amazing homeschool experience right now. 
Take this first step towards the incredible journey of homeschooling by visiting hookedonhomeschool.com. So it's what's interesting is we've all seen the videos and, you know, on YouTube about like praying for water when it freezes, the crystals that it forms, or even where they've played music, classical music versus other music for spiders, right? The kinds of webs that they weave. So there's all that energy really out there. And some people are really in tune to it. And then some people are not. And the people who are not, I think it's it's hard for them to understand, really make that connection that everything is an electrical, everything has an energy. And it's it's really a very interesting thing. And it probably should be for everybody. But it's so cool when you actually feel that and when you know that, right? When you actually know that that plant, if you love it and talk to it, it'll grow, it'll get better. This is so funny. I have a funny story that happened actually this morning. A couple weeks ago, we went to a a nursery, went and got a plant with basil and oregano, right? And I told my son, it's for us to make a pizza. So I put them outside and we're watering them. Of course, they die because I just can't keep my plants alive. Anyway, so we are walking past it today and my son, he's four, looked at it and said, mom, when is that going to turn into a pizza? He literally just said that this morning. And my daughter, who's seven, was like, no, Jesse, that's the toppings for the pizza. But I just realized, like, number one, how naive a child, because I said, this is for, you know, this is, we're going to make a pizza. But how he actually thought that that plant was going to make a pizza. But like, we, they're watching it grow. It grow. The, the oregano is actually still growing. I don't know how, because we're not even watering it. But it's amazing that you know, these little itty bitty seeds can produce these amazing things. And we don't even realize, like, if you take 10 steps back and say, how does that have to, how does that happen? And it's because it is a living thing. It's not a living and breathing thing, but it is a living thing. So what I love about what you have is your books, like I could then teach my child, like how all the whole ecosystem of the universe works, right? Because he thinks a plant is going to turn into a pizza. So I really need what you have because he's, I have not done my job to connect my son. However, they do know about grounding and we will go outside. And, you know, basically my daughter's like, we're, we're decharging because she understands that the TV, our phones and all that recharges us. So we need to decharge. Now she doesn't understand it in a, you know, in a, in a sense of really understanding it, but I'm planting the seeds, you know, no pun intended. So So tell us right now what you have, what someone could actually buy to purchase to help them because they're not actually buying the sound machine, although they can, they can buy that through your, your website, but they can also buy the book to help your children understand what nature has done for us, right? Yes. Yes. So I do have the book on my website and I also have some mini lessons just sharing the awe and wonder in nature with the kids so you know like why are trees green we just take that for granted and yes there is a scientific explanation for that but I explain it in a way that captures the children's attention and just makes them more aware of the plant world another lesson that I have I teach the kids that trees actually have friends You know, so if you have like a stump in your yard, something that you've cut down and you expect that it would die, many times those stumps are still alive and they stay alive for a long, long time. And what scientists have discovered is that the surrounding trees actually keep 
because the trees communicate with each other underground. There's a huge mycelial network through which the trees and the plants exchange nutrients. And there is something called a mother tree. The mother tree would, you know, like the mother tree will nurture her offspring first before, just like any other mother. And we don't automatically think of these things as existing in the natural world. So I do have these mini lessons that bring this out to the kids because I think like just nurturing that natural awe and wonder that kids do have for the natural world is what we need to ensure that they carry this awe and wonder and love of the natural world into adulthood. And then they then become the nature leaders that we need tomorrow. Yes, I love this. If as a parent, you're not into nature, then if you're so right that we're not teaching our children to also be into nature. So a lot of times we don't even think about it, right? We, you know, even homeschool moms, we just don't even realize like we have to teach that because it just, it's just part of every day. But there's so many times my child will have a question and I'm like, well, we'll Google it when I get home. And then we just never do, like we forget or something. But I'm actually thinking like, wow, that's a really good question. And she has asked me questions like, why are trees green and different things like that? And so that is so cool that they have all this curiosity. And then you have created something to help the mom help the child because I wouldn't know what to say if my child said, hey, mom, does does trees have energy? And I would say, of course, they have energy. They're living things. But I would not know how to find those answers for her. I'm sure I could Google something. But knowing that you have this book that can help them see it in a very clear way. And then you also have this really cool machine that will play music from the tree. That is really cool. I really enjoyed hearing that. I remember when I was there, I was with Natalie and she was so intrigued by it. I mean, it it is so intriguing to hear a plant play music. It's a really cool thing. I really like that. Yes, yes, it is. When people hear it, it's like, no way, that can't be real, you know. So I just love how it immediately connects us to the plant world. You know, as I keep saying, you know, it's just a backdrop to our lives, not something, something that we are so reliant on for the very air that we breathe, you know, has just become something that we ignore on a daily basis, which I guess says a lot about humanity. You know, just a few days ago, I I shared the the device and the music of the plants with a homeschool group. And the kids, I mean, the questions that they had, you know, it just reinforced, it always reinforces to me that, that there is an innate connection there, that if we do not nurture that, they are conditioned out of it in the same way that we have been conditioned out of it and you know as I said at the beginning I think that societal conditioning is what has led to us treating the natural environment in the way that we did that we have actually yes and that is so true and I think it it stems from so many different things we just we're just so used to it you're living in your everyday life and it's the same thing with like breathing, right? And meditation. We all know it's good for us. We all, how easy it is instead of waking up with anxiety, you know, to wake up and you sit with and meditate. And we all know that's good for us, but how many people actually do that, right? And, and so that's a whole disconnect because we just get up, we start going, we do our day. And then the next thing, you know, it's nighttime. You're like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. And tomorrow never comes. And so it's so cool. I really, I, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I think that you have come across something so cool and so unique to really help parents, help their children see nature for what it really is and 
inspiring and love nature and just be in nature, maybe without our phones, like actually just sit there and look at the trees. You know, we have a lot of bamboo that lines our yard and bamboo will actually whistle, right? When the when the wind blows and it, it does like this whistling, beautiful, beautiful sound. And just to go out there and hear that is so cool. And I, you know, after I get off the phone with you, I'm actually going to go out there and I'm going to listen to the bamboo more because it is so beautiful. It's talking to us. It's It's trying to let us know we are here. Leave us alone. I am so happy that you said that because, you know, when I wrote my book and, you know, a school friend of mine, when she read my book and she said she actually grew up, her father had a woodworking business. So they lived out in the country and, you know, they would be cutting the trees and whatever. And she said to me, she said, you know, I could hear the trees cry. And I know that that is not something that she would feel comfortable actually sharing with other people because they'll think that she was crazy. But that was something that stayed with her. You know, so this is the other thing that, you know, that I'm sharing with the kids. We are so reliant on the trees. And yes, we do need the trees. We do need to cut them. But if we're cutting them too much, we're actually destroying ourselves. We're not thinking of the consequences of using too much without ensuring that that resource is replaced, which is what we've done. So that is why I keep reminding everyone that it's so important. That is why I've made it my mission to nurture the nature leaders of tomorrow today. And I just wanted to say for your listeners, Dawn, that this music is really, really enchanting. It's very, very beautiful music. And musicians around the world are actually holding concerts with the music of the plants. And what they found is that the plants actually synchronize with them. And the more that you play a plant is the more music that you get, you know. So the plant is a living being and it does respond to us. It does respond. It's not an inanimate thing. It is a living being. Have you ever tried this with your plant? Like maybe put it next to a TV and had like crazy heavy metal music playing and then played it? I've not, I've not tried that, no. Oh, you should try that to see if it gets mad, if it gets sad, or maybe it likes heavy metal music and it actually plays you know, really happy music, who knows, but I wonder if you putting that, you know, different plants next to different environments actually will change the music. Well, it it does. And, you know, like one of the experiences that I've had sharing it with kids is like you take a plant into a strange environment and it would be very silent. You know, this is not something like you just connect the device and a plant automatically plays. Some do. And many times you will just as a, as we go into a strange environment and we're shy, we don't speak up. That is what would happen many times with a plant. And as you communicate with that plant and you send that plant love and you say we really want to hear you today it's almost like magic really yes that's why it's not wanting to play all day today right now because you're wanting it to play and it's like a child it's not performing like because you're asking it to (laughs) i i think it's um the the microphone setup that i've had here i think it's really interfering because it's a very sensitive device because it's reading the electrical impulses so it's playing a bit and then it's stopping yeah i can hear a little bit of it that's really cool but no it's such a great idea to to have kids really understand and and hear it instead of cuz right right now we just look at a plant we only have one sense now you're adding the eyes and the ears well and and you can touch it so i guess there's the feeling there too but it adds one huge component. So 
And I just wanted to go back to one point that you made earlier was that, you know, where you were trying to get away from technology and we're using technology to listen to the plans. But this device, there's no EMF, you know, so it's not harmful in, in that way. It really, truly is a very unique device. And there's been, you know, like copycat creations around it. So, you know, this one is called the music of the plants, as I've said. There's another device that's called Plant Wave that I'm aware of, and there are a few others. But this is the original device that was ever created, and it was created with the intent of healing because nature heals us. We know that. We go out into wilderness and right away the stress levels come down. We feel more grounded, as you say. We know that. Instinctively, we know that nature is healing for us. So the music, this device was created to create more healing you know for us whereas my understanding of the other devices is more from musical perspective created for musicians to interact i gotcha ah and, and you know we all know nature is healing so this is such a cool concept i love it i'm so glad that you're doing this and thank you so much for being on the podcast is there any last thing that you want to say do you want to tell us what your website is and how we can actually find you and all that good stuff Oh, thank you. Okay, so the website is Nandi, N-A-N-D-I-M-O-T-P dot org. So M-O-T-P, obviously, for Music of the Plants. So Nandi, M-O-T-P dot org. So on there, I describe what my mission is, you know, what I'm trying to achieve. I do have plans to write a follow-up book, Introducing the Children to the Amazon, because it's really shocking that, you know, as I said, many Americans just do not know where the Amazon is. Oh, yeah. So tell everybody where the Amazon is, just in case people are like, oh, Lord, I don't know where it is. <laughs> well, it is in South America. It straddles, you know, at least three countries, Brazil, Colombia. And oh, my gosh, what's the next one? It's not coming to me right now. You know, so but it is a huge, you know, it is of a huge value to us because it is a carbon sink. The Amazon is described as the lungs of the earth and it's, you know, logging. Yeah, illegal mining, you know, it's just been drastically reduced, you know, on a crazy scale. And the other thing that I want to introduce children to is that as these natural environments are removed, we're also impacting the lives of indigenous cultures around the world. You know, so the indigenous tribes that live in the Amazon, their, their habitat and their livelihood being taken away from them. And they are the ones who are the real caretakers of the natural environment. They're the ones who have that wisdom of how we actually take care of the earth. Right. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything. I'll also have a link to your website on my show. So for people who want to go on there and purchase your books and also maybe get one of the machines so they can listen to see what their plants are saying, since they've been talking to them for all this time, they want to hear how beautiful the music is. So thank you so much. I hope that a lot of people have learned a lot today. I know this was one that was, I was super intrigued by it, but someone's probably listening being like, I've never even thought of this. So I hope some people really got an eye opener today and go outside and really thank Mother Nature for what they have done for us to give us life. So thank you so much, Andy, for being on the show. Thank you, Dawn. You're welcome. Hi, friend. Before you go, I want to thank you for listening. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would truly be grateful if you could just take a moment and leave me a five-star review. 
Your review will help me improve and reach more listeners who could benefit from homeschooling. Until next time, keep exploring and discovering new ways to make your homeschooling a fun and enjoyable experience. Happy homeschooling!